Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair. It's good to be with you again on another episode of Vitality Radio, the first of 2021, January 9th. Now, clearly there was another Saturday when I did not do a show. I was with my children uh, taking a week off. I actually skipped the last two weeks. I can't remember the last time I skipped two weeks of Vitality Radio, and I started getting some sort of withdrawal symptoms. I was shaking. I didn't know what to do. So I hit record, and here I am again. But really, I hope you had a beautiful, amazing Christmas season. I certainly did with my family. It was awesome. 2021, as crazy and insane as it was, or sorry, 2020, And now 2021, as crazy and insane as it has started, uh, well, I got to tell you, you don't have to have a bad year just because the year around you isn't so great. And I had an amazing 2020 for so many reasons. I'm incredibly grateful for the year that has just passed. Looking forward to the year that is just about to begin. I know it already began, but I'm still writing 20 on my checks. Yeah, checks. I know. I have a business. I still write checks. <laughs> but anyway, enough blah, blah, blah. It's time to talk about what we're doing today on Vitality Radio. Of course, Vitality Radio is brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. You can call us if you have questions about anything you hear. 801-292-6662 is the number. That's 801-292-6662. We are in Bountiful, but if you are within the sound of my voice. You are within the reach of our help. You just give us a call at that number, 801-292-6662, and we will be happy to help you with your health and nutrition needs. Some people that listen to Vitality Radio love it. I hope you're one of those. Others hate it. And send me uh, some gnarly little letters uh, that are not signed (laughs) and have no return address. And that's okay, because I don't expect everybody to receive my message with open arms. What I hope you'll do is receive it with an open mind. Not everybody does that either. I will always do my very best to get you the best information that I can from the best sources that I can get it from and let you decide what you think about what I'm saying. Today, we have a really, really great show. I'm going to talk about eye health specific to blue light exposure. You know, like the computer I'm staring into now, the iPhone you may be listening on, and so on and so forth. Those types of things are putting the hurt on our eyes, and I'm going to talk to you about how that happens and what you can do about it in the second half of the show. But before that, I have to talk to you about two things. We have a very exciting thing that's starting again this year. I've, I've done this in the past and actually had some success with it and then honestly just got busy and stopped doing it, but I want to do it again. And so here we are in 2021. And one of the things that I intend to do throughout the year is to hold seminars, workshops, classes, a variety of different things at Vitality Nutrition that you can come to in person and learn more about how to optimize your health. We are doing one on the 20th of this month, January 20th, 2021 at 6.30. That's a Wednesday night. It is capped at 20 people. So if you want to get in on it, you're going to want to call soon. I already have several people who are interested, uh, but this is the first time I'm actually announcing it on air. And so you give us a call at 801-292-6662 if you want to come. It is going to be a women's health workshop. We're going to talk specifically about hormone balance as the primary topic. We'll talk about all kinds of things relating to hormone balance, including how the liver plays a role. 
what herbs you can use to balance out your hormones, if there are homeopathic remedies that you can use for uh, symptoms having to do with hormones, everything from hot flashes to mood swings to PMS symptoms and so on and so forth. Those things will be discussed. I will be giving half of the workshop and the other half will be done by Amanda Cotter, a dear friend of mine who is a herbalist and a homeopath and a yoga instructor and generally just an awesome individual. I would love to have you there. We're intending to make this into a series and uh, meaning that we'll do multiple episodes uh, or Vitality Radio live events at Vitality over the next few months specific to women's health. We'll also be doing some on various other aspects of your health. But the Women's Health Series is where we're starting. We'd love to have you. The 20th at 6.30, give us a call, 801-292-6662. It's 15 bucks for you and five bucks for a friend or family member. So bring a friend or family member with you. We would love to have you at Vitality on the 20th. And now, because I know I have limited time to get this in, I want to go and do the vital rant. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. All right. So I did a show. If you haven't heard it, it ended up being a podcast only episode. It was five weeks ago or five episodes ago on the podcast. I don't remember the number. I'm sorry. I didn't look it up before I got on, but regardless, I I believe it was, I want to say December 12th, but somewhere in that range. And uh, it had to do with what we know about the numbers surrounding the COVID vaccine. Now, of course, that was mostly before any COVID vaccines had been administered in this country. Most of that happened that week and has been happening ever since. What I want to do today in the rant is I want to just read you some headlines. And some of these are from alternative news sources. Some of these are from mainstream news sources, such as like USA Today. Uh, Some of them are from foreign news sources. But I'm just going to give you the headlines. After receiving vaccination, 240 Israelis diagnosed with coronavirus. The next one, COVID-19, Norway, probing death of two people who received Pfizer's vaccine. The next one, Mexican doctor admitted to ICU after receiving Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. Three dead in Iceland after being vaccinated from small small number having the jab so far. And then the last one I read to you, death of Florida doctor after receiving COVID-19 vaccine under investigation. Now that's not all of the headlines. There are a bunch. Those just happen to be the ones uh, that I chose. But uh, if you just do some searching, Google not your best friend with this type of a search, maybe DuckDuckGo, that's what I've been using, and uh, you'll get all kinds of information on what's happening with the vaccine out there. Some really interesting stuff. But one of the things that I was accused of last week by uh, someone who does not like my uh, show at all, apparently, uh, is um, inaccurately spreading misinformation about modern medicine, vaccines, pharmaceutical products, whatever else, that these are things that I'm just copying and pasting from the internet without verifying and so on and so forth. Now, sometimes I do literally just copy and paste from the internet. That's what I did with those five headlines. I also copied and pasted this from the CDC because that's where I go for most of my information. The CDC, WebMD, USA Today, MSNBC, all of the mainstream places to get the mainstream narrative so that I can then parse that out and discuss it on Vitality Radio. Well, here's what had happened through the date of December 18th. From December 14th to December 18th, 112,807 people had received their first dose of the COVID vaccine. Out of 112,000, 
3,150 people had what are called health impact events. That means they were unable to perform normal activities, unable to work, and required care from doctor or health care professionals. Now, that's not actually a very small percentage. 3,000 out of 112,000, that's a significant number, right? Now, we don't know the details on each one of those cases, but we do know that they were unable to perform normal daily activities, unable to work, required care from doctor or healthcare professional. So that's the number from the CDC up through just December 18th, because this is the latest chart I could find from them. I'm sure that there, well, I hope there's an update somewhere or one coming, but that was basically from the first week of vaccination in this country. Then I read you all those headlines And the thing that's crazy about all this is that uh, those are the headlines that I could find along with quite a few others that I didn't read. There have to be more incidences out there when we talk about worldwide what's happening. If 3,150 people had adverse reactions of just 112,000 people, the first 112,000 in America that were jabbed, then we have to think globally, what are the numbers out there? It's got to be in the hundreds of thousands, probably. I, mean, I, I don't have any reason to believe that American healthcare workers are more susceptible than those globally. And as you noticed in the headlines that I was reading, most of them were from out of this country, where I think it's easier to get straight information about what's happening with healthcare because the American media is so good at being buddies with pharma. So I'm going to read from USA Today. This is mainstream stuff. This isn't an alternative site. Uh, This is actually just straight up mainstream stuff that I found regarding what happened with this doctor in Florida. Remember, the headline was death of Florida doctor after receiving COVID-19 vaccine is under investigation. Now I'm going to read quite a bit of this article to you, and then I'm going to comment as I go. A Florida doctor has died several weeks after receiving a COVID-19 vaccine. Although it is not yet clear whether his death Monday was related to the shot he received on December 18th. Now, he died on the 4th of January, was given the shot on December 18th. So we're talking two and a half weeks-ish, and it says right in this article, right from the start, the spin machine is rolling fast. A Florida doctor has died several weeks. I have never heard of several as being two and a half, but what do I know? It doesn't get better. Dr. Gregory Michael, 56 an OBGYN at Mount Sinai Medical Center in Miami Beach died after suffering a hemorrhagic stroke, apparently resulting from a lack of platelets. Apparently resulting from a lack of platelets. Miami medical examiners are investigating his death. The CDC and FDA are responsible for reviewing COVID-19 vaccine safety data and presenting that information for federal recommendation on vaccine administration. Communications Director Jason Mahone said in an email, The state will continue to provide all available information to the CDC as they lead this investigation. In a Facebook post, Michael's wife, Heidi Nickelman, said he sought emergency care just three days after the shot because he had dots on his skin that indicated internal bleeding. Remember, he is a doctor. The condition, she said, led to his stroke called thrombocytopenia. Thrombocytopenia. The result that results from a lower than normal number of platelets, which helped the blood clot. In extremely rare cases, the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine, the MMR, has been linked to this same condition in young children, according to a study that was done in 2003. Now, Pfizer, which along with its partner BioNTECH, BioNTech, made the vaccine the man received and said in a statement it was aware of the death. We are actively investigating this case, but we don't believe at this time that there is any direct connection to the vaccine, the statement said. Of course there isn't, Pfizer. It is incredibly common for healthy people to suddenly start bleeding internally from a rare low platelet condition and then die a couple weeks later. Happens all the time. 
This one just happened to happen three days after he received the COVID-19 experimental vaccination. It is important to note, they said, that serious adverse events, including deaths that are unrelated to the vaccine, are unfortunately likely to occur at a similar rate as they would in the general population, according to the statement, which ended by saying, our immediate thoughts are with the bereaved family. I'm positive Pfizer is losing sleep, crying crocodile tears over the death of this doctor. Come on, give me a break. So the question I have is, is what they just said BS or is it legit? Well, I think it's both. And that's the beauty of half-truths. They work really, really well in the propaganda machine. They said it is important to note that serious adverse events, including death, that are unrelated to the vaccine are unfortunately likely to occur at a similar rate as they would in the general populace. Now, that is true. People die all the time with or without a new experimental COVID vaccine. They get hit by trucks. They get cancer. They have heart attacks. All kinds of things happen. That's just what it is. However, in this case, we know from a 2003 study that children given the MMR vaccine have the potential for this same condition. And now someone who is healthy, 56 years old, gets the shot, three days later is bleeding internally, has severe low platelet levels, develops this mysterious ailment, and dies two weeks later. That doesn't sound like coincidence to me. But of course, they would have you believe that it is. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said in a statement late Wednesday that it is, or that it and other federal agencies regularly review vaccine safety It's been a difficult year as each of us grapple with a worldwide pandemic, the statement reads. Five million people have already been vaccinated against COVID-19. Use of COVID-19 vaccines vaccines, is the next step in our effort to protect Americans and reduce the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, the statement said. So that's their way of saying, yes, he died, but, you know. Casualties happen in war. You can't make an omelet without breaking eggs. I I don't know what they're trying to say. They didn't really say anything of use. In a Facebook post, Nickelman, the wife of this doctor, said he was the love of her life and blamed his death on the vaccine. He was a very healthy 56-year-old, loved by everyone in the community, delivered hundreds of healthy babies and worked tirelessly through the pandemic, she said. Um... She said a team of doctors from across the country tried for two weeks to raise his platelet count to no avail. He was conscious under suf- uh, until suffering a hemorrhagic stroke that took his life in a matter of minutes, she wrote. Michael was a vaccine advocate, his wife said, before raising doubts about the safety of this vaccine. I believe, she said, that people should be aware that side effects can happen and that it is not good for everyone and in this case destroyed a beautiful life a perfect family, and has affected so many people in the community, she wrote. Do not let his death be in vain. Please save more lives by making this information news. And then to the credit of USA Today, they did make it news. Surprisingly, mainstream media hasn't been particularly useful during this pandemic. So what's my take on this? Well, it's pretty simple. We know, absolutely, we know a couple of things. We know that Pfizer's claim of 95% effectiveness was based on 114 people, not the 40,000 people that originally enrolled. And I talk about that in detail in that podcast a couple of weeks ago. So if you want that information, go back and listen to it on the podcast on any of your podcast players. We know that. And we know that 95% effectiveness doesn't quite mean what it sounds like it means. We also know that the first jab of this COVID vax is maybe 52% effective, and that's why it takes a second jab to get it up to 95%. These are things that we know or that we've been you know, told by the government and by Pfizer about their vaccine. We also know that no vaccine has ever been developed for a coronavirus successfully without significant side effects and death. We also know that no vaccine has ever been produced in less than a year ever, period. In fact, the average is seven to 10 years. We know that it is not FDA approved. It has emergency use approval 
but it is not an approved drug, which means there's not even an insert that explains what it can do because they really don't know yet. This is truly experimental medicine. Now, COVID-19 has a 99.74% recovery rate, according to the CDC. 99.74. Remember, I told you that 3,150 adverse events had happened in the first 112,000 people. That's almost 3%. Almost 3% of the first 112,000 people had a serious adverse event to the point where they could not work or perform their normal duties. Now, most of those people probably recovered and came back to work the next day or a few days later or whatever. But we already know in the early going of this experimental vaccine trial on the human populace at large that the adverse events are higher than the rate of recovery is. I mean, how do I put this? If the vaccine adverse events are at about 3% and the recovery rate is 99.74%, meaning 0.26%, we're basically giving a vaccine for something that people who are healthy don't die from. In fact, most people who are sick don't die from, but the people who do die from it, as a general rule, are very ill, 2.6 comorbidities. And now we're giving an experimental vaccine that could have lifelong challenges for the neurological system, the immune system. We just don't know. And nobody can tell you that they do know. We don't. There's never been an mRNA vaccine ever. And there's never been a successful coronavirus vaccine ever. And there's never been a vaccine produced in less than a year and then unleashed on the public ever. So what we don't know, we don't know. And we won't know for an extended period of time because all side effects from medicines don't happen in the first few days or few weeks. In fact, most don't happen for a while. And in the trials, the second vaccine, the booster shot, three to four weeks later, was the one that caused the most adverse events. We're only looking at the first jab so far. So my simple opinion on this is I don't think it's worth the risk. In medicine today, they always talk about the risk-reward factor. It, are the side effects or the potential side effects worth the benefit, risk versus benefit, right? Are the side effects worth the potential benefit? To me, the numbers just don't add up. And the meme that I saw earlier this week with two mice talking and one saying to the other, are you going to get the COVID-19 vax? And the other one saying, I think I'll wait until the human trials are over. It's really funny but it's really real. So before you line up, do your research, dig in, see what you think. I, for one, am not planning to get the COVID-19 vaccine. It makes absolutely no sense to me. I hope the information that I'm providing is valuable to you. It is my opinion, not the opinion of this station, not the opinion of anybody else. I sign my name to it and that is all. And I always recommend that you check with your medical professionals to figure out what you should do that's best for you and your family. I've got to run. Thank you so much for listening to me. I'm going to come back to uh, from a very, very quick break with an awesome discussion about eye health and how to protect your eyes from the blue light coming from that screen in front of you. That's what we'll do next. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blog or online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is, that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call 
and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. I know, I know I took two weeks off for Christmas and New Year's to be with my kids and, uh, you know, decompress after a bit of a crazy 2020. But here we are, first show of 2021, and I'm back. My name's Jared St. Clair, and it's good to be with you again on another episode of Vitality Radio. I hope you enjoyed the rant. I feel like the rants lately have had a higher level of urgency than maybe some of the others, but I find that mainstream media isn't really getting any of this information to you. In fact, in most cases, they are censoring it. So I do the best I can to deliver the message that I think needs to be heard. And of course, not everybody likes my message, and that's okay. I got uh, a little bit of fan mail, uh, if you want to call it that. I got a letter in the mail that was addressed to me at Vitality Nutrition. Of course, Vitality Radio is always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West. That's where you can send your hate mail. I mean, fan mail. I mean, hate mail in this case, (laughs) uh, if you'd like. Uh, Zip code's 84010. And uh, you could come in and talk to me if you'd like. You don't like what you hear. You could email me or you could send a non-return addressed envelope uh, with no signature and uh, just a little tirade calling me all kinds of horrible names and saying that you hope, yeah, you hope that I don't die because of my uh, disbelief in science. Now, there is a lot more to the letter. Uh, initially, it was pretty annoying, frustrating a little bit. And then it was pretty laughable, actually, because as I read through it, I thought, there is some pretty narcissistic stuff here. And uh, yeah, wow. But uh, I guess narcissism and courageousness (laughs) don't always go hand in hand, and that's okay. I have never, ever, ever expected everybody to appreciate the message that I deliver. It's pretty alternative. It is often not in line with mainstream way of thinking. And that's okay. I tell you what I believe to be true. I try not to pull punches if I can possibly avoid it. And uh, yeah, that's what I do. And then I sign every single word off with my name, phone number, and uh, contact information every single week. So that if you want to uh, verify uh, what I say, you can follow up with me. I try to post a lot of the links on social media, which I've not done a great job of, I admit. On vitalityradio.com, I'll do a better job very, very soon. We're working on that, but we're going to have show notes with links. Because what I really want to get across to people listening to Vitality Radio, whether they agree with me or don't agree with me, is that I don't make this stuff up. I rely heavily on science. In almost every single case, when I go after what is happening in the mainstream media with pharmaceutical companies, government agencies, health agencies, AMA, FDA, CDC, World Health Organization. I use their own websites to get the information that I provide for you and uh, try very, 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 very hard to make sure that every bit of information that I provide is accurate. Do I make mistakes? Probably. I can tell you, though, that I am pretty thorough. This one-hour show takes me about seven hours to produce on average, sometimes eight or nine, sometimes four or five, depending on the content. And I dig pretty deep to try and make sure that everything that I say is backed up by some science. And if it is not scientific and it is anecdotal, I will mention that. 
I want to make sure that I'm very, very clear. Now, in this next segment, I'm going to talk about uh, blue light. Now, you may remember Kmart. If you're a little older like me, you may remember the old blue light specials. I used to go with my mother, Carol, uh, to the Kmart on 2600 South in Bountiful, which is now a Smith's grocery store. But it used to be a Kmart way back when. And I remember listening over the loudspeaker for the blue light specials. And we would go down, we would stop what we were doing, and we'd go to whatever aisle they told us to go to and check out the blue light special. And I loved that because sometimes it was something really cool and other times it was crap that we didn't want. But regardless, the blue light special was always fun. Well, blue light has a very different meaning nowadays compared to what it did back then. You probably have heard a little bit about blue light, but today, For the rest of today's show, I plan to talk about blue light and how to combat blue light. And we'll start uh, by talking about what blue light is, and then we'll talk about what you can do to combat it. But before I get into that, I would be remiss if I forgot to mention this one more time. And that is we are back to doing Vitality Radio Live events. That's what I'm calling them in pretty much every case, I will be speaking at these events, but in many cases, I will have a uh, co-host, another speaker. Uh, Sometimes these will be classes, workshops. Other times they'll be more seminar style. This one is, we're calling it a workshop. It's kind of a little bit of both, but I'm excited about it. It's the first one of the year. We intend to turn this into a series because there's a lot to cover when it comes to women's health. So we'll probably have at least two of these, maybe three or four, depending on how much we're able to accomplish in the hour that we have set aside for it coming up. A Vitality Radio live event can be, like I said, any number of different things, but what it basically is is a live and in-person event where we will talk about these things that I talk about on Vitality Radio radio in person and with Q&A so that you can... Uh, shoot right back at me. One of the downsides to a podcast or a radio show, of course, is that you can hear me, but I can't hear you. And, uh, you know, depending on who you are, sometimes that's a blessing. If you're like the guy that sent me, or maybe it was a lady, I don't know. It was typed. There was no name. I don't know what it was, but (laughs) anyway, I digress. So Vitality Radio Live event, the first one of the year is coming up on the 20th of January. 2021. Uh, Wednesday night is what it is. It's at 6.30. It'll run till 7.30, and then we'll do some Q&A stuff after that for anybody that wants to stay. I have a co-host who is going to share the stage, so to speak, with me at Vitality. Her name is Amanda Cotter, and she is awesome. Now, I did not know who this person was until less than a year ago, but I've been following her on social media I have uh, met her on a couple of occasions now as she's actually come into Vitality, and I've also uh, checked in with her at the Lehigh Farmer's Market where she is uh, does herbal uh, classes and things like that. She is amazing. She's an herbalist. She is a homeopath. She is a yoga instructor, and she is generally just an awesome individual uh, who uh, certainly aligns with me in the way I think that uh, our bodies are amazing healing machines. If we give them what they need to do their job, they do it very, very well. Amanda will be presenting with me on women's health. Specifically, we'll be talking about xenoestrogens. These are the foreign estrogens we get from our environment. We'll talk about where they come from and how to get rid of them and why you want to get rid of them because they are messing with your hormones and creating everything from uh, hormone imbalance like significant PMS symptoms to significant menopausal system symptoms to significant sexual dysfunction to acne to depression, anxiety, a variety of other things that xenoestrogens have been implicated in. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how, like I say, where they come from, how to get rid of them and uh, why we need to get rid of them. We're going to talk about um, also herbs specific to women's health, and that's where Amanda's going to come in. She is going to use her herbalism expertise to help you understand natural remedies you can use at home, both homeopathic and herbal, 
that you can use to balance your hormones and take care of the things that women need to take care of to feel better. So that's what we'll, we'll discuss. There is a little fee uh, to come to this event, but it's not very much. $15 for you and another five bucks if you want to bring a friend. If you want to bring multiple friends, then it's $15 for you and $5 for each of them. So you get even a little bit of a break on uh, additional people. We would love to have you come with a friend or friends or sisters or whatever, but this is a women's health event. It is again on the 20th of January, Wednesday night at 6.30 at Vitality Nutrition. We are capping this at just 20 people so that we have plenty of space and... That means that you do need to get your name on your on the list uh, sooner than later because we already have significant interest from people that we've been telling about it. But this is the first time that I've mentioned it on Vitality Radio. So to call us to sign up, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Okay, now time to talk about blue light, but not the blue light special from Kmart. So what is blue light? Blue light is a component of the visible light spectrum. The greatest source of blue light is actually our sun. However, modern lifestyle is increasing exposure to blue light from other sources, artificial sources, including compact fluorescent light bulbs, LED lights, computer screens, personal devices like iPhones, iPads, tablets, and computers, and even televisions. This exposure extends well beyond the length of the natural day and adds to the duration of blue light exposure. Listen to these statistics. Adults nearly spend half of the day interacting with media approximately 11 hours. 84% of teens have their own cell phones and average seven hours per day of use. Just over half of U.S. children under the age of 11 have a smartphone and spend more than four hours on those each day. Nearly half of the population spends five or more hours using their smartphone, and then again, adults go all the way up to 11 hours once you factor in computers, tablets, and so on and so forth. It's a thing. It's a big thing, and this artificial blue light, particularly at the uh, early hours of the morning and late hours of the day, can really cause a lot of problems. So that's what the blue light is. What types of problems does it cause? The most notable consequence is uh, to increase screen time is digital eye strain. I'm sure you've experienced it. I told you just a minute ago that I do about seven hours of research on my computer and or phone as I'm prepping for Vitality Radio every week. And by the time I am done doing that, I've recently started doing it over two days. I spend a few hours over two different days to try and reduce a little bit of that strain, but I absolutely feel it. And I can tell you while I'm doing this show right now, I am feeling the eye strain. My eyes are tired and heavy. It's a little late in the evening, but it's not so late. It's not even when I usually go to bed, but man, I'm feeling the eye fatigue. And that is one of the things that blue light does to us. Now, what's interesting is that three out of four parents are concerned that their children may damage their eyes due to prolonged use of electronic devices. Digital eye strain is a multifactorial process and blue light emitted from digital devices may actually play a role. In fact, the research is becoming more and more compelling that it is a major issue. And the problem is it's kind of a new problem, right? We haven't had all these devices. We haven't had $60 tablets from Amazon that everybody can afford and give to their kid. We haven't had unlimited screen time with kids going to digital school uh, since COVID started and all the other stuff that's going on. In fact, it is estimated that the average U.S. citizen since COVID started has doubled their screen time just in 2020 compared to what they were doing in 2019. And of course, most of that is carrying over so far into 2021. So it's a real problem. And the problem is we don't know how bad it is. We don't know yet because this is such a new phenomenon. I mean, think about when you got your first smartphone, your first iPad, whatever. This is such a new phenomenon that we literally have no idea what the actual impact of this is 
20 years from now, 30 years from now, with our children starting at very, very young ages, going into uh, older age. We know that macular degeneration is up in uh, people over the age of 40, I believe was the number that I saw, 45, something in that range. And we believe, based on the research that's been done so far, that macular degeneration probably is exacerbated, if not potentially caused by this excessive blue light exposure. So it's a big deal. Now, several nutrients play critical roles in protecting the retina from blue blue light exposure, and perhaps none are more important than what they call the macular carotenoids, which which are lutein and zeaxanthin. There are three specific, two different types of zeaxanthin and then lutein that play the biggest, uh, biggest role. All three of those carotenoids are found in specific areas of the macula in the eye. The region of the eye that is responsible for sharp vision and most susceptible to the effects of blue light. Lutein and the zeaxanthin isomers were each, uh, or sorry, each absorb different wavelengths of that blue light. And so they all actually play a role in in kind of absorbing those light rays at different levels of the spectrum or different bandwidths, basically, or wavelengths of the spectrum. And they all uh, work differently in terms of what they absorb. And so those three combined, early on when we started selling uh, lutein at Vitality Nutrition, we thought that that was the Uh, antioxidant for the eyes, the one that was the most important, and it may well be. But now we recognize that as it is in nature, lutein is also found with zeaxanthin and multiple different types of zeaxanthins. And those three seem to play a role combined to protect the eye more so than just lutein on its own. So it's a pretty big deal. Uh, Now, the three absorb a broader spectrum of high energy blue light than any one individual. And that actually, it, it, think about it almost like sunblock for the skin. Now, I don't want to compare it to sunblock exactly because most sunblock is toxic, but there are natural sunblocks. And that's kind of what this is. It blocks those blue light, uh, or not blocks, but absorbs the blue light and actually literally protects the eye from that damage. It's very, very cool. Uh, adequate intake of the macular carotenoids is essential for healthy vision. Unfortunately, only one in 10 adults and one in 11 children consume the recommended amounts each day from their diet. Therefore, the best way to support eye health and visual performance is to take a supplement containing all three macular carotenoids to protect eyes against this blue light. Ensuring adequate intake of these carotenoids is especially important during pre- and postnatal development and through eat through early life because they help establish the foundation for healthy vision for a lifetime. So they're not even saying take it when you're in your 20s and 30s or even as in your teenage years uh, when all this blue light exposure is coming, but also taking it preventatively during the early stages of life when the eyes are developing uh, can be a really big deal. And that I think is really interesting because up until very recently, I've only ever recommended zeaxanthin and lutein to adults that are already struggling with eye health issues. Now I'm starting to believe that it makes sense for all ages and have already made the decision that I'm going to start giving it to my younger children uh, who are 8 and 11 because just like yours, probably, they get more exposure to this stuff than I would really like them to have from a variety of different sources. And it is concerning. And because we don't know what we don't know about the long-term impact of it, it's one of those better safe than sorry situations. Now, what's really cool, and I'm going to keep talking about blue light a little bit, and I'm going to talk about how these zeaxanthin and and, uh, lutein uh, carotenoids actually work to protect the eyes, and not just the eyes, what they can do for the brain, Uh, what they can do for sleep. There's a variety of things. So we're going to get into that in just a second. But before I get into that, I want to tell you something that I think is really exciting. There is a company called Zao Nutrition. It's actually based here in Utah that is making a gummy. That and, And if you know me and you've heard a lot of my shows, you've probably heard me mock gummy vitamins in the past. And generally speaking, I think gummy vitamins are a joke. But there are some cases that I've mentioned 
where gummy vitamins can make sense. And when I say vitamins, I use that as a general term. So I'll say gummy nutrients. Omega-3 gummies don't make any sense in my opinion. They're just not strong enough. And multivitamin gummies don't make any sense. Same thing, not strong enough. But you can get a pretty decent dose of vitamin C in a gummy. You can get a great dose of vitamin D in a gummy. So sometimes gummies make sense if they're not made out of a lot of crap. Well, in this case, what's cool about lutein and zeaxanthin is you don't need much. The clinical studies on adults show that you need about 20 milligrams of lutein and four milligrams of zeaxanthin. With 24 milligrams being your daily dose as an adult, then that means that you can do, you know, maybe half of that for children and you can fit half of that in one little gummy that, believe it or not, tastes really, really good, like almost candy level. And Zao has done that. It's a brand new product. It's called Screen uh, Screen Eyes. And it is really, really a cool product. I'm like all over this thing. I've been using it ever since it came out, which is almost a month ago. <laughs> okay, so barely. But the point is, it's a very cool product that I have found to be not only super tasty, uh, but I believe is super effective because what they're using is what's called the Ludamax form of uh, zeaxanthin and lutein. And Ludamax has spent more time and money proving what their product does than anybody else when it comes to lutein and zeaxanthin. So they've got the clinical evidence to back up what this stuff does. They've specifically shown two things that are really, really important. One is actual noticeable in just two weeks after a, uh, in, during a 12-week study period, but in just two weeks, significant improvement in eye strain complaints uh, and all the complaints that go with them, including headaches and uh, mental fatigue and all the other things that go along with that eye strain, but also something really important called M. P-O-D, which is macular pigment optical density. So let's talk about that. The eye-brain connection. Because lutein readily passes through the blood-brain barrier, it is suggested that it confers cognitive benefits as well. Out of all the carotenoids found in the brain, lutein and zeaxanthin are the most abundant and deposited in areas of the brain associated with information processing and memory. Retinal tissue is unique because it is essentially an extension of the brain and lutein levels in the macula are correlated with levels in neurological tissue. In other words, what you see in the brain equals roughly what you see in the eye. And that's important when we understand how lutein and zeaxanthin actually work because most of the research so far has been done on lutein and zeaxanthin in the eye prevention of macular regeneration, eye strain, and blue light exposure, and all this kind of stuff. But what we are starting to learn is that it plays a, a pretty significant role in protection of the brain. And again, if you listen to me very often, you know that's a concern because both of my parents dealt with issues having to do with the neurological system and the brain, and I wish to avoid that. So this lutein-zeaxanthin combination that Zhao has come up with is amazing because it's a gummy, so it tastes really good, easy to give to your kids, your teens, your parents, <laughs> you, and it's real economical. It's less than 20 bucks for a month's supply for adults and two months' supply for kids. And you're not going to have anybody struggle to eat this thing. I'm serious about that. It tastes delicious. So very, very cool as far as that goes. But let's talk about this MPOD. Macular pigment optical density, known as MPOD, can serve as an indicator of lutein in the brain and the potential effect supplementation may have on cognitive function. And this is what we know about high MPOD levels. In fact, scientific consensus supports MPOD as a relevant biomarker of lutein levels in the brain, not just in the eye. Increasing MPOD is correlated to better cognitive function, suggesting that the positive role of macular carotenoids for cognition. Listen to this. In children 4 to 13 years old, there is a positive correlation between MPOD and several aspects of cognitive performance. And in young adults, increased MPOD has been correlated to faster visual processing speed. So I've always loved when there's a natural product that we have really good evidence works really well for a thing, whatever that thing might be. An example of that would be 
Baxel. I've talked about it a lot. It's a hyaluronic acid liquid that's great for joint pain. They have clinical evidence proving it reduces, significantly reduces joint pain in the knees, the hips, and so on and so forth. Awesome stuff. But later we find out that it also is really great for increasing, increasing moisture in the eyes, that it's super good for lubricating the skin and actually is preventative of fine lines and wrinkles and things like that. So yeah, you take this stuff for your joints and then you get these really cool side benefits. Well, the same can be said about the Lutamax 2020, this lutein zeaxanthin thing. What they're finding is not only is it awesome for the eyes, but it's critical for optimal cognitive function and protection of the brain tissue the same way as it protects the eye tissue. So this isn't a small thing when you consider the neurology uh, and the concerns that we have with Alzheimer's and dementia and Parkinson's disease and so on and so forth. Ludamax probably has some real potential to be preventative in those things. Now, the early research shows that it probably is. I hope that the later research shows that it actually is. We know that it shows protection for the eyes. That is no longer in question. I hope that it also shows some really good solid correlation with the brain. It appears that it probably does. But again, as I stated before, if it's not actually scientifically backed, I'll tell you that it's not scientifically backed. We have an indication, actually multiple indications that it is. We'll have to see. But for me, a guy who's worn glasses since I was 19 years old and who has an eye condition called keratoconus. I don't know if you know what that is or not, and we don't need to go into it, but also is concerned about his brain and the health of his brain. Well, this Ludamax makes all kinds of sense because it could actually be a two for one kind of a deal. So very excited about that. What about sleep? Have you heard that you should get off your phone or your iPad before you go to bed at night? You should give yourself maybe an hour before, uh, sorry, an hour of downtime from screen time before you go to bed so that you don't disrupt your circadian rhythms. Well, if you haven't heard that, you're hearing it now. It's a pretty big deal. We know that melatonin is produced in the brain from the pineal gland when it gets dark. Well, we live in a world where it doesn't ever have to get dark. We can leave our lights on, our TVs, our tablets, our iPhones, and so on and so forth. And most of us, I dare say, probably check our iPhones while we're in bed getting ready to go to sleep. And then we wonder why maybe we didn't get a great night's sleep. Well, there's two things here. One, just don't do that. It's a bad idea. But hey, I do it more often than I should. In fact, I would say I do it most every night. And some nights I don't because I remember, hey, should not be doing this, but it's hard. The temptation is real. I get it. But if Ludamax actually absorbs that blue light, then you have the advantage of being able to use your screen at night and potentially still get a better night's sleep, uh, reduce the disruption of your circadian rhythms, and still be able to, again, use that blue light. Now, optimally, you would do both. You would avoid the blue light an hour before bed and be on the Ludamax so that you're really, really balancing all of that out, but that's up to you. So let's talk a little bit more about kids because I think this is a big deal. Children's eyes are fragile in that they are not fully developed, whereas anatomical development of the eye is complete early in childhood, about four years old. Visual development in children continues into early adolescence. This pattern is mimicked by the brain, where a great portion of the brain development occurs by the age of five, but other neural processes continue well beyond that age. Although the macular pigment optical density, that MPOD we talked about, begins to develop very early in life, ensuring adequate and consistent dietary intake of these carotenoids, lutein and zeaxanthin, is crucial through early life and adulthood to support healthy visual and cognitive development. So that's what we're going after. It's important to understand too, remember the potency is a big deal. Oftentimes you read these studies and they say, yeah, this supplement does this, this herb does that, whatever. And then you look at the research and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to use 10 times what I would normally use to get the results. Well, in the case of Ludamax 2020, what they've done is they mimicked what is in nature. Where you can find lutein and zeaxanthin in nature, lutein is five to one, about 
20 milligrams to 4 milligrams of lutein to zeaxanthin. So that's what they started with is the natural forms of these that come from marigold flowers is what they're using for it. And then they put it in the natural ratio that's found in uh, fruits and vegetables and things like that. Now, what's really, really important to understand is once they then studied those doses, they studied at multiple different levels. It was always in the five to one, but they used different levels. And what they determined is that adults got great results at 20 milligrams of lutein, four milligrams of zeaxanthin. And that is the form or the, the potency that the product I was telling you about, the screen eyes formula has. It's in two gummies, you get 20 milligrams and four milligrams. You get both of the isomers that you need from the zeaxanthin and then also the lutein. So all three, the ones that absorb all of those forms of blue light across the spectrum of that light, they are all in there in a gummy that tastes delicious that I'm telling you, your kids will like, your parents will like, and you'll like. So it's real easy now. And kids, I think one gummy a day, adults, two gummies a day clearly makes sense based on the evidence. And you're going to get a month's supply for well under 20 bucks. So it's not even expensive to use. So it's kind of a no-brainer if you're concerned about your eyes, if you're concerned about brain health. If you know that you use a screen way too much, any of those things, boom, this is the stuff for you. Okay, so uh, again, it's called Screen Eyes from Zao and amazing product. Of course, we have it at Vitality Nutrition. You can give us a call, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. If you like what you hear on Vitality Radio, go tell somebody. If you don't like what you hear, uh, you can send me a letter without your name on it, like some people do, or you can send me a letter with your name on it, or you can email me or you can call me, or you can come visit with me, or you can just turn off the show. Any of those things are available to you. And uh, either way, honestly, I pre appreciate your feedback. It would be useful if you did not like what I said to give me more specifics other than just calling me a charlatan uh, so that I understand what it is you disapprove of. But, you know, whatever. My big thing is that I really just want to get good information out to you, honest information, about exactly what you can do to protect your health and to improve your health and to ultimately obtain your highest level of vitality. That's what Vitality Radio is all about. You can listen to it as a podcast now on any of your podcast apps. If you're still listening on the radio, thank you. I appreciate it. But if you want to hear more, uh, two shows a week are posted online, sometimes more. And it's just Vitality Radio podcast with Jared St. Clair is what it is called. Okay, I've got to run. I appreciate you listening. Remember, on the 20th, Amanda Cotter will be speaking about women's health with me at the first Vitality Radio Live event that we are holding at Vitality Nutrition. You can call to sign up. It is $15 for you and $5 for a friend. It's all about women's health issues. We're going to go into kind of a deep dive, spend an hour, and then have Q&A right after. Uh, we are pretty sure we're going to do at least one more of these, probably two or three. There are lots of topics we can discuss when it comes to women's health, of course, and we would love to have you there on the 20th at 6.30. If you have questions about it or you want to sign up, call us 801-292-6662. Thank you so much for listening to me. I am Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. 
Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.